0: This is Radio Maria England, and this is Women Together. On tonight's program, we have Teresa Alessandro from Pact, And Siobhan Garibaldi from the Catholic Women's League of England and Wales. Thank you, ladies, for joining us today on Radio Maria's Women Together. Um, I'm going to first say hello to Teresa Alessandro, who is the Catholic Community Engagement Manager. Hello, hello, Teresa. Hello, it's lovely to be here, Helena. Hi. And then we're going to say hello to Siobhan, who is the National President of Catholic Women's League of England and Wales. Hello, Siobhan. Hello, Helena. Thank you very much for asking us to come on your show. I love this because we've had Teresa. Uh, she she comes on once a month to share all the important updates. We've had Siobhan, we had another. Oh, I've forgotten her name already. But we've had the Catholic Women's League on, I think it was two months ago, for Radio Maria, and such two different organizations, both working hard to bringing together folks to supporting each other, to bringing encounters with Jesus, and supporting women. So it's only appropriate that you're on Women Together. Before we go anywhere, though, let's start our program, the best way to start, with a prayer Could I ask, who wants to raise their hand? I forgot, ah, let's have Teresa start with our prayer. So this prayer was written by Bishop
1: Richard Moth, who's the Liaison Bishop for Prisons. Lord Jesus Christ, you have come so that we may have life to the full. Listen to our prayers for all in prison and their families. Touched by your spirit, may they find newness of heart and be open to that new life that is found only in you. May they know care and receive support from those around them. May they find new purpose in serving you in their
0: brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. All right, let's get to the start of this. Why would Teresa and Shaban hang out? this evening on Radio Maria. Well, they have a project together, but let's first let them share what their individual projects are. Teresa, can you tell our listeners that may not know anything about PACT, P-A-C-T, Prisons Advice and Care Trust? Tell us what you do. Thank you, Helena. So uh, Prison Advice and Care Trust has been,
1: uh, this is our 125th year and we were founded by uh, Catholic people, two Catholic chaplains, Uh, to support prisoners and their families. And we've been continuing to do that all this time. Uh, The very first person that we supported, according to the minute books uh, from back in 1898, was a child uh, who was uh, made homeless by uh, the imprisonment of one or both parents. And uh, those early uh, people working for PACT, people who set up PACT, they found a home for her. So uh, we now um, are a larger organization than we were in those early days. And we uh, support families in 62 prisons across England and Wales and in communities uh, and in courts and on release from prison. We have many projects across England and Wales um, and uh, the work that we do uh, remains very valuable for uh, people affected by imprisonment there are 85,000 people in prison while we're sitting here talking to each other in England and Wales and there are 97,000 children who uh while we're here talking to each other uh are without their mum or more dad in in the home tonight because they're in prison
0: it's we see it on in films and movies all about the prison prison oh oh, oh. but we it doesn't get to the forefront of our minds that there are other people affected by this single event and this single person going to prison there's the the wife the the parents of the convict the prisoner the children of the prisoner the neighbors it becomes a whole community aspect that suffers because of this one thing
1: that's right. And and, and we will, will suffer in silence. You know, there's stigma associated with, with imprisonment. And so, you know, I, I often say to people when I'm meeting Catholic people in the course of work, you know, there'll be people in your parish community and in your neighbourhood who are affected by someone in prison and, and they won't be speaking about it because of the uh, shame and stigma uh, that they feel and and of course that just increases the isolation and, and probably hardship that they may be suffering as a result of those circumstances,
0: yeah. Thank you Teresa. Siobhan, the, as the National President of the Catholic Women's League of England and Wales, what do you guys, what, what, what do you ladies uh, do? What, what's the purpose of the National Catholic Women's League?
2: Well we're an organisation for all women within Catholic parishes um we offer people the chance to socialize together that's really important particularly for people who have a sense of isolation um, and as well as having fun and we have a lot of fun we have the opportunity to work together um, on charitable projects um, as demonstrated at the moment with our relationship with pact we also work on a local basis with with local charities um, we learn um, as we go along. So we have the opportunity as groups to ask speakers along to talk to us on subjects that might interest us. Um, and I don't think I ever come away from one of those talks without learning, being a little wiser than I was when I went into the meeting in the first place. And then very importantly, we also at the same time deepen our faith. So we have um, an aspect that runs through every single meeting and gathering that we have um, of spirituality so we pray together uh, we have masses together we have advent and lent stations of the cross Um, some of the ladies are grouped together in rosary groups and and pray the rosary together online Um, i think the world of zoom has opened up a whole new world to us as well And I think the pandemic probably forced us down a line that we might otherwise have felt quite uncomfortable with. So we now have the opportunity to offer people nationally um, an awful lot more than perhaps we were able to offer before just working on in our local groups. And the charity was started We're we're slightly younger than PACT. We were started at the beginning of the last century by a lady called Margaret Fletcher um who saw the need she actually saw an example of a a a catholic women's organization in germany and she consulted with the catholic hierarchy here and she started the catholic women's league Um, and it quickly grew and it's done fantastic work over the years i've only been a member for seven years but i am immensely proud of being a member um, and of taking a turn at leading this group of lovely ladies Um, They're very modest about their achievements, but history tells another tale. Um, We have achieved a lot and we are achieving a lot and we will achieve a lot as members.
0: And then you you mentioned that the Catholic Women Leagues meet in parishes, support women within the small groups. But you've got the ear of, it's not just little parishes, you've got the ear of some pretty high up in the Catholic Church movers and shakers, don't you?
2: Well, a Cardinal is very supportive. Um, I last met him in November, and um, the Cardinal is very supportive of um, Catholic Women's League and the work we do um, and takes an interest in it. Um, and we also liaise, um, you, you know, we publish, um, you know, our minutes so that people know within the church hierarchy what we are doing. We try to keep people on board. Um, and we try to engage with people um, at every level in, in the Catholic uh, worlds to let them know that um, we are listening to them and hopefully they're listening to us.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. So we've got these two worlds. We have got the group packed supporting prisoners and their families. One of the first people they supported being a child. And then we've got the women's Uh, the Catholic Women's League, which is supporting women to deepen their faith and spirituality. Now, I've heard that something magical happened, not magical, but something came together. The puzzle pieces came together. I believe it was last fall or, or this winter and an idea sparked. Who's going to tell me about the exciting beginnings of the project of the partnership of PACT and the Catholic Women's League?
2: Well we can both tell you. Both tell me. No, actually I've got a better I've I've got a better idea. I've got a version of (laughs) events and see where (laughs) they're not up.
0: Before you do um... that, though we wait Shabon, before you do that, listeners, we're gonna take a small break, but do stay tuned because you're gonna wanna hear what Siobhan's gonna share with us and Teresa about this project that they're working together. But for now, here is our lovely little music break with Hillsong singing. Cornerstone
3: My hope is built on nothing. I dare not trust this sweetest frame But wholly trust in Jesus' name
0: This is Women Together, and today we have Teresa Alessandro from PACT, and we have Siobhan Garibaldi from the Catholic Women's League of England and Wales, and we are talking about different ways that people have stigmas about themselves, how prisoners and their families can become isolated, and also how women can be feel, feel isolated and need uh cl- not clubs but support for one another and it doesn't ha- it does help if you have the same beautiful lovely god leading the way so these two groups they're going to join forces ladies and gentlemen and Siobhan and Teresa are going to tell us how all right tell us set the scene how did this happen
2: okay i'll start i'll start the ball rolling so i took over as the national president last october and traditionally the national president chooses a project a national project and we know we're we're so aware aren't we as as people of faith that there are marginalized groups so many marginalized groups that we could choose to support but i had been aware of pacs work for nearly 20 years now um and had always admired what they did and I thought maybe it was time for our Catholic ladies in the League to focus on the work of prisons, because I think as Theresa would um, ratify, I think there's a lot of misconception around uh, why people are in prison, um, and you know perhaps a misconception that they're living some luxury life. Um, and I thought it was important part of our, um, work in the Catholic Women's League is is to to deepen our learning as well as deepening our faith, um, and so that's why I picked on Pact as a national project, and um, I'm delighted that I did so.
1: That's uh, that's brilliant, Siobhan. and, and I might add um, myself and my colleague Marie, we've been at Pact for uh, about eighteen months or so now in. Uh, Forming the faith in action team we've come into new roles there wasn't anyone doing this role before um, engaging Catholic people directly and so uh, it was absolutely fantastic to hear from Siobhan to have Siobhan approach us with uh, this idea to uh, work together for a little while uh, it, it's you know it's great for us to have um, it, to have an opportunity to share our work with with a big group of people together and uh, marie and i have met some of the catholic women's league members now we were at a day conference recently in birmingham with about 100 ladies and um the the energy in the room was just amazing and uh, i would say that the catholic women's league members you know they have a lot of fun while also doing really good work and and sharing their faith and it was just fantastic to be with them and to feel that kind of connection around our um you know our shared faith and our shared concern for people who who uh, need our help um, and so it's, it's it, you know, it's been really energising for myself and Marie
0: to uh, to have this project to work on together. All right. You guys share with us what uh, this meeting in Birmingham. What was some of the fun that you guys had? <laughs>
2: you- oh, Helena, we couldn't possibly tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can. We can. Um, I mean, I think when Catholic women. Uh, are in a room together, and I mean that goes for, for not not exclusively Catholic women, but there is it is that understanding that we all share the same faith. That I think the minute you walk into a room of Catholic Women's League members, you immediately feel at home. And the atmosphere at Birmingham was lovely because we all know where we're coming from. We all know where we're going to. We know what we should be doing in life and we're keen to get on and do it. And um, at Birmingham, we had a mixture of, we had a lovely talk, a really entertaining, funny talk about a lady who'd volunteered at the Commonwealth Games last year. We had mass, uh, We had... Mass, um, we had uh, and a demonstration of our new website. Everybody's got to go out, go to our new website, and Google CWL England and Wales, and have a look at our um, our website. And also, we had, uh, most importantly of all, a panel discussion including um, Theresa and her colleague Marie, and members from the prison chaplaincy. Um, who were able to answer questions um, that our ladies asked about their work Um, and what they felt was important for Catholics to do, particularly Catholic women, what we ought to be doing in order to support our prison population and their families.
1: And and actually that panel was really interesting for myself and Marie Siobhan. Um, We'd had some conversations with some of the ladies before we uh before we convene the panel uh just you know during the during the course of the day and a couple of um ladies shared that when you'd first um introduced pact as the chosen charity they were a bit wary you know they were they were kind of feeling well hmm, why are we helping people in prison all people that that can be supported and you know it was very very honest of them to share that with us that that's what they had thought at first And, and that is reflecting what is very much public perception out there for many people um, you know prisoners are are, are people that it's, it's easy to imagine we might we might be able to get through life never having anything to do with someone who's uh, been in prison or, or has a conviction um, so but but these ladies were also sharing that having uh, heard what Marie and I had to say and having used the stations of the cross liturgy actually that we Uh, produced this year which has the words of prisoners and their families and the ladies in the Catholic Women's League um, used those stations of the cross this year during then they had actually you know changed their minds and were feeling quite warm to this uh, area of work now which was wonderful to hear you know because that's you know, one of our main aims would be to change hearts and minds about the support for prisoners and their families that is so needed. And then, uh, when we met for the panel, actually, the ladies asked some really interesting questions and some really, you know, thoughtful questions about the work that we do and what that can look like. And, and uh, I have to say, I really enjoyed
0: being part of that panel. Yeah.
1: It, it, it was great.
0: I love getting together and asking. And <laughs> you don't you don't start chatting until like. Lady A starts chatting, and then Miss B starts chatting, and they're like, "Oh, that that that, that sparks something in my head as well." And then, mm-hmm. so that really is a lovely way of getting people to understand and learn more as well. Oh my goodness! I and I love that you did the station that Siobhan, that the whole group, the whole Catholic Women's League decided we're going to take these stations of the cross because what a powerful way to really pray and journey alongside the prisoner is by journeying along with the Stations of the Cross.
1: Mm-hmm. No, okay. Sorry, Siobhan, we haven't mentioned yet the practical uh, ideas that the uh, that Siobhan brought mm. to us right from the beginning. Uh, there were two strands of uh, practical support that uh, the ladies already had in place. Um, I'm gonna let you talk about the backpacks Siobhan because that's something you have a great deal of experience with. But the, one of the ideas was, um, One of the ladies had made one of those little, I don't know if you've seen a little cross stitch, cross in in my pocket, little cross stitch item that you can make. And uh, one of the ladies had suggested, would that be something useful? And uh, so Siobhan and Margaret brought it to the first meeting we had in a a cafe in Euston. And uh, Marie and I could see straight away that that cross, although it's not directly related to the work we do at PACT, where we're giving uh, practical and emotional support to prisoners and their families, we work closely with chaplaincy who, uh, are giving spiritual support to prisoners and and would absolutely value those little stitched crosses and so we've we've connected up chaplains that we work with and uh margaret is looking after that for the catholic women's league and so forth. that so far they have provided an amazing 1400 stitched crosses for prisoners um which chaplains are distributing and there are more requests coming in you know it's something that's very valuable prisoners inside they love to have a, a little symbol of their faith that, that they are leaning on during that really difficult time you know and be able to carry it with them so so that's one of the amazing things the women have done already in in,
0: in this time that we've been working together could you describe to me what a cross stitch cross in your pocket would look like well it's hard on the radio isn't I know, it I I'm know. Like, <laughs> in my head i'm like is it I yard so it's, wool. It's, it's like... I don't... yes it is stitched from
1: wool and it's a little kind of pocket uh, that you, there, and, and then there's a little separate stitched cross that pops into this little pocket, and there's a little poem that goes with it. That's about um, this cross in my pocket. You know, is a symbol of my faith. Uh, I can't remember the words now, I'm afraid, but um, so you can make them in all sorts of different colours, you know, so that they can be really um, cheerful or quite sombre. You can choose. Um, And so uh, one of the things that's difficult about prisons sometimes, some prisons, it's quite difficult to take items in that might be uh, considered unsafe. But a little stitched thing is fine, and so you know that's very accessible for people inside. Um, I love it, so.
2: and it's handmade, right? Is
1: that yes?
2: Oh. Each one is individually made. Yes, they are sewn with love, and I can tell you that just this afternoon, in Hemel Hempstead, there was a lovely member called Monica, uh, who was leading a group in a tutorial on how to stitch a cross in the pocket for for somebody who doesn't know how to do one and the ladies some of the ladies have made you know a hundred themselves you know on on their own you know they sit there in the evening and and each one is sewn with love and each one's different in some way because they're all different colors just to describe for anybody listening who doesn't know the sort of size they're only about an inch all they really are tiny little things um, you know they're flat and they're only about um an inch square um, and um it's something that people can very discreetly put in in their pocket but they know that it's there and they know that someone has individually made that for them and has sent the love and the prayers with with each one that they have made
0: that i can see and i can also see how this could be how it probably happened the teaching uh, at a catholic women's league meeting like okay today we're going to learn how to do this i mean this is something i would love for my confirmation candidates to learn like to, to yeah. get together and like okay today, because we make rosaries we make candle things but like how mu- how beautiful is that to do oh Shabbat! oh teresa that is a winner that is a winner i'm gonna bring it up at my my parish meeting next week. Oh.
2: All <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, we'll, have to, we'll have to send you details of yes, that. Yes. them yes. And if, if your confirmation candidates make them and they want to send them in, then, then we'll make sure that they, they get into we, that they get into prison. Yes. So we'll give you the details as to where to send them. Oh. That all would be really lovely.
0: Alright, so that's we've got we've got the cross stitch cross in the pocket. And what else there's a backpack oh, project. What is this backpack project? Well,
2: so with another hat on um i'm heavily involved in the saint vincent de paul society as well and about 14 years ago or so um i started a project where we hand packs out to homeless people on the streets called Vinny packs and i was aware really that we we occasionally got a request from a prison saying can we have some of those packs so that gave me the thought, really, that I would love to go down the line of trying to do backpacks for people leaving prison. And that's where Trees and Marie came in to verify that maybe that would be of use. Um, and they have done all the liaison work with prisons to try to start the project now. You know there are issues with the project in terms of logistics whenever you're packing something on a practical basis you then have to get it from a to b not an insurmountable problem when you think what other people have to go through in their lives we will find a way to do that but some of our ladies are putting useful items into a backpack in order to go to prisons. And when somebody is leaving prison and they have nothing to take with them, which I think an awful lot of people would be in that situation, then they can be given a backpack. And each backpack has got the likes of uh, underpants and pair of socks, uh, flannel, face cloth, um, some soap, a deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste, a notebook and a pen, because I think notebooks, often people give you uh, an address or a telephone number to ring um, and you can never find a pen and you can never find a bit of paper. So we put in a notebook and a pen. And also, um, you know, the ladies can put in a card that just wishes them um, you know, luck and, and sends them love for their life back in to, to reintegrate into society. And a bag, a bag, having a, is it a, is it a backpack, backpack? Is
0: it cool. a shoulder know, a lot, is it a
2: The ones that we've done so bags? far have all been like shoe bags, I suppose you would describe them, that you put over your shoulder and they're very light to carry. Now, some of the ladies across the country may uh, find, you know, another source of um, backpacks, you know so really the important thing is that we managed to get the contents contents into a bag but these black sort of shoe bags um we we ordered them online and we filled them with these items um you know are very um they're very practical because they don't take up too much space what you don't want to do is to burden somebody, obviously, when they're leaving. Mm. Um, but we just try to put in useful items. And you could also put in a voucher. It depends on the group that's doing it and what their resources are. So. Hmm. certain items that wouldn't be allowed, but, um, you know, wouldn't be practical like food because of food allergies and uh, all of the rules and regulations around that. And we don't want the food to deteriorate while while they're sitting in prisons waiting to be distributed. But you could put in a voucher for a coffee shop, um, you know, so that somebody could go and and have a a coffee and a cake or, or whatever. Um, you know we have to give people the best start when they leave prison, mm. otherwise it 's all too tempting to reoffend If you feel that you, you you had more people caring about you in prison than outside prison, then that would be a really sad state of affairs. So we have to give people hope, and we have to let people know that we are rooting for them. Thank you, Shaban. Thank you, Teresa. Ooh lots lots of
0: inspiration for what to take back to my parish my group uh, perhaps my local Catholic women's league but listeners I want you now this is your opportunity now to call in if you want to speak or ask a question to Shaban or Teresa they are ready to answer questions if you want to share ideas for them, how often do you get the president of the national, national president of the Catholic Women's League at your fingertips to give them suggestions? The number to dial is 01223 375 Give us a call.
4: All my words fall short I got nothing new How could I express All my gratitude I could sing these songs As I often do but every song must end, and you never do. So I throw up my hands and praise you again. My arms stretch wide
0: is Women Together and we have a caller on the line. We have Augusta from Cambridge and hello Augusta, you're on air. Thank you very much. Augusta has hello. a question for you Shabon, about the Catholic yes. Women's League. Go for it Augusta.
5: Yes, hello Shabon. It's a beautiful name Shabon. Thank you. Yes, it's beautiful. Now, i um, I'm staying in a care home and it's very nice and all that. It's got a nice garden at the back and um, it's quite, uh, you can walk into town or walk in the other direction. I don't know the area very much because my niece sometimes comes and visits me and takes me out, and she usually takes me down to the riverside. I'm in a wheelchair, but the thing is, she's very busy, and of course she works from nine till five or six or seven sometimes, and she's no time to come during the week, and she may give up a Saturday afternoon for an hour or two to come and visit me. But I would be very grateful if one of the ladies could come and just sit and we could sit inside and have a coffee and cake and all that.
2: That's a lovely thought, Augusta. Um, If you leave your details at the end of your call, I'm sure with the radio station, um, and they're kind enough to pass them on, I'll make contact with you and let's see whether there is a local... Um, CWL group near you and we would love to go and visit you. In fact, my I live in Watford, Augusta, and my group in Watford uh, went to visit um, some of the nuns, elderly nuns in, in their care home in Bushy um, just a couple of weeks ago in order to Uh, you know, to chat to them and, you know, to see whether perhaps they might like to make some uh, crosses in pockets, um, because that's something for people uh, to to do at home and and sent through to us. And and then we would make sure that they would be uh, distributed. So if you give us your details, don't give them on air, but perhaps give them um, at the end and I will get in contact with you and let's see what we can make work. What? What
6: details do
0: you want? Do you want my phone number? Yeah, Augusta. I'll I'll talk to you off air, and I'll get your details. Oh, I think we actually already have your details, Augusta. So we will pass them on. Thank you for calling, Augusta. God bless.
3: Bye.
0: All right, we're going to. Oh, I think I think I've got. uh, We're gonna. I'm just gonna be right back, listeners. We'll be right back. Just hold on a second. All right, we have also calling, we have Josephine on air. Hello, Josephine, you're on air. Yeah, hello there, sister. Oh, we, we actually, none, none of us are sisters. We have Teresa oh, that's, and that's, you know, was... sister in Christ, sister oh, in Christ. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> 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 sisters in Christ. Hello, sister.
7: The sister's from Park.
1: Hello, hello,
7: Josephine. Hi there, I was in prison, I came out last year.
1: Oh, okay, very good.
7: Yeah, I know, you're helping. I know you helped one of the sisters to keep in touch with her
0: daughter. Oh, did, did, did PAC help with your daughter? Yeah.
7: Oh. No, not with me, I never oh. used them. I never used them. I know one of the sisters used them in prison. She's a lifer and you really helped her to get in touch with her daughter and she was very, very happy And just want to thank you for everything you do. And I know last year we played the stations of course with you. I don't know if it was you, but it was the members of PACT in prison. And we played the stations of the course around the prison,
1: which was really good. Oh, Josephine, thank you. How lovely to hear from you. I'm glad that you found PACT helpful uh, and and people that you know. That's absolutely wonderful. Thank you for taking the trouble to phone up and say so. That's great. Yeah, thank
7: you. You do help the ladies in there. You really do, especially the lifers. Thank you so much, you know, know, keeping them in contact with their families and things like that. It's really, really appreciated. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, sisters, for helping them. I never used you, but I played the sessions of the course with you, you know, so... Yeah, is that thing yours as well? You know the cross in the pocket? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, that belongs to you, from the past. Was that something you did with the chaplains? Yeah,
7: they gave us, us, um, you know, they give you a pocket, it's a small pocket with a cross in there with a prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, to help you with your faith. Yes, wonderful, wonderful. I, I have that as well. Yeah, thank you so much, sisters, for helping. Oh no, that's uh, it's wonderful to hear from you, Josephine. It's wonderful to hear yeah. you sounding so um, well and cheerful. It's great. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's
7: hard because I did two years and a half, so it's very hard. I'm trying. I'm getting there slowly and slowly. Oh, Fantastic. Fantastic. Keep up your faith. Keep
0: up your faith and your positivity, Josephine, and keep praying. And God amen. bless you. Amen.
7: Amen. Amen. Keep on praying for me, and your Maria
0: family. Thank amen. you so much. Thank you, Absolutely. Josephine. God bless. All right then. Bye bye. God bless you, two sisters. Oh lovely, lovely, hallelujah. Oh, so so uh, Teresa and Siobhan, we've heard already positive, you've already sparked the interest in more projects. Can you share with us what have been some of the challenges that you've had to, I mean it's all sounding lovely, uh, fun, tea, coffee, cookies, crosses, cross stitching, bags, but are there any challenges that you've had to overcome for this project?
2: Yeah, I would say with the, not with the crosses in the pockets. uh, Well, actually, it's one challenge with me is that I can't sew. I was the dunce of my sewing class. So I'm yet to actually sew a a cross in a pocket, but I am going to do it. And I should have been at that tutorial this (laughs) afternoon. If I wasn't um, so busy, I would have gone there to find out how to do it. So that's a personal challenge for me. But the backpack project has got a logistical issue to it. It is a challenge because we've got ladies around the country in their different groups um, putting packs together. And then, of course, the packs have to go from A to B. We have to get them into um, the prisons. So what we found with some of the ladies that live in the sort of further reaches of England, um, that they have raised money in their groups Uh, We call a group a section. So they've raised money in their sections and they have sent the money um, through to our Catholic Women's League headquarters. And we will use the money to buy the contents for the packs uh, and, you know, within some of our groups that are doing the packing. So that is a challenge. Wherever you're you're packing something physical, Um, you know that you've got to get it somewhere else. And when you're not a commercial organisation with a fleet of vehicles and drivers, you know, then that's going to cause an issue. But if something's worth doing, then you find a way to do it and it isn't an insurmountable problem. So Mm -hmm. that has been a challenge to us. No challenge in terms of people's attitude, though. And I think what has been really lovely is no matter what... um, marginalized group, the CWL ladies have learned about over the years and have supported um, that they have got a heart for the poor and marginalized. Um, so in that way, we have, we have no challenge in terms of the hearts and minds of our CWL members. It is just a physical, logistical challenge of getting the packs um, to the prisons where they're needed. It will happen. We will do it.
1: Yes. Well, you've already started, Siobhan. Yeah. Um, I would say similarly, there is a bit of a logistical challenge for PACT too, in that, um, you know, each prison operates very differently and there'll be different regulations about items that can go inside and not go inside and and sometimes storage uh, issues with the space that we have available at PACT. And so we've had to think carefully about which prisons can... um, be the first ones to operate this backpack scheme where we've got space and we've got enough staff and volunteers together to kind of uh, support the project. Um, and so, you know, again, as Siobhan says, not insurmountable. And, and things that we're very used to doing at PACT. You know, we're very used to uh, resolving issues with um, individual prisons by working together, you know. But, but we've had to think about that, certainly, and think about where's the best place to, to do this. Because, I mean, also, uh, not all prisons are releasing uh, people into the community. You know, sometimes people will tend to move from one prison to another rather than being released into the community. So, uh, you know, choosing where these, these uh, backpacks are going to be most useful, you know, has required, um, some uh, discussions with our services teams across um, across the different prisons that we have. And one of the useful things about PACT is that we are now in so many prisons, you know, we've got so much happening that there is somewhere where we can do everything that people might want to do to help. You know, there's lots of opportunities um, to for people to support what we're doing. So, yeah, the logistics, as, as Siobhan says, are are something to think about but not insurmountable and we also have a welfare grant system actually which means if people donate money to PACT we, uh, we have a welfare grant system and one of the ways that we might use donations is to support people um, leaving prison with very little uh, with sort of emergency grants which we can turn around very quickly for people that we've been working with and we know their circumstances and so on and um, you know we've done uh, some analysis of the sorts of things people need money for and uh, tragically it is things like food and clothes that people need emergency support with on leaving prison and we've also helped with things like um i remember there was a lady who um was leaving prison and she wanted her a child to live with her finally at last they were going to be together and, and it had been agreed but she had no furniture for the child and so we supported her with a bed and, and those sorts of things Aww. so uh, Yep, yep. I mean, it is really right down to basics um, supporting people leaving prison in many cases.
2: Thank and you. Oh. One, of, one of our groups, just to say very quickly, one of our groups who felt that they um, would find it difficult to pack the backpacks actually liaised with their local prison and they are buying um, telephones um, with £10 credit on. Um, in order to give to people who haven't got a phone when they're leaving prison so that they can make, because quite often you have to, um, you know, contact your probation officer or your family, mm-hmm. um, make several phone calls when, when you leave to get your life sorted out. So that is sort of thinking outside the box and thinking, well, if we can't do one thing, let's do another.
0: Outside yeah. of the bag.
2: Um, <laughs> yes, outside of the backpack. they thinking um, um, outside of the backpack.
1: I might just add uh, where we did discuss about the backpacks with different um, services staff and they were talking to the prison staff about, you know, this uh, uh, availability and so on. Uh, We received feedback that uh, prison officers were really uh, moved to that, you know, members of of groups like the Catholic Women's League wanted to do something to support people leaving prison. You know, the the officers themselves found it very moving to think about the um, care and concern that, that was being shown there. I
0: love it, I love it. Alright, listeners, we've got one more chance for you to call in if you'd like to share your story, share your reflection, or ask your question. For PACT or the Catholic Women's League. The number to call is O one two two
8: three three seven five five six four. When I'm slamming all the doors you've opened, hold on to me. Hold on to me. Hold on to me me when it's too dark to see you. When I.
0: Together for Radio Maria, today we have had... Teresa Alessandro with the PACT as the Catholic Community Engagement Manager. And we have also have Siobhan Garibaldi, who is the National President of Catholic Women's League of England and Wales. And we're going to be closing things up now, ladies. It has been such a privilege, such a blessing to have you both on the radio sharing the good work that both organizations do, PACT and the National Women's League, And how they've been able to come together to bring some hope in the pocket, (laughs) as a cross in your pocket. Some hope in a backpack, in in a bag, to ladies, gentlemen, all prisoners, as they leave prison and rejoin their communities. I'm going to have one last thing for you, ladies. Can you give our listeners a challenge? What is one thing you would like them to do? going uh, forward this week or this month. Uh, Let's start with uh, Teresa.
1: Well, I I would say, uh, people listening, wouldn't it be great if you could go and talk to one other person this week and tell them what you've heard about people in prison and their families and how valuable it is for us as Catholic people to be able to think about them as people who need our support and to uphold their dignity in our conversations and to seek out ways we can support people in these terrible situations uh, and one way we can do that is by prayer but actually talking to each other and helping change hearts and minds around this group of people who can be
0: so marginalized is really valuable and I challenge you to do that. Amen all right Shaban, what is your challenge for us?
2: My challenge would be, I would say there isn't anything not to love about the Catholic Women's life, um, League. It's subtly transformed my life. It's transformed the lives of the members that we have across England and Wales. But if you haven't got a Catholic Women's League in your parish, then please consider starting one. It is so easy to start a group up and we would help you every step of the way. You know, you two could learn together, share your faith, you could have fun together and you could join in with our charitable projects. So go to our website. We are at uk, or Google um, CWL England and Wales. We've got a brand new website and it will explain exactly who we are and what we do and what we get up to and uh, how you can join in with us and start a new group. Or join an existing group. It is a very
0: nice website, Catholic Women's League, CIO.org.uk. And of course, PACT has a lovely, lovely website as well, full of resources, uh, testimonies, and the latest going on in the news and how you can support. And their email, their website is prisonadvice.org.uk. Shabon, Teresa. It's been so lovely. I look forward to um to having you both on maybe at the end of the year or something to to celebrate Advent together or Christmas with with Pat the really women's super league. Oh, imagine yeah. a women's league party, a Christmas party for really? uh, oh my god, <laughs> that's so so delicious. <laughs> I love parties. No, you? There
2: you go. <laughs> Siobhan, could you um end our program with a prayer, please? I certainly can. I need my glasses on for this. Ha <laughs> ha. So I'm just going to adapt one of the prayers that we we actually say in our Catholic Women's League meetings. Heavenly Father, you have given us hands, not just to be folded in prayer, but with the gift of the Holy Spirit to be opened lovingly to our parishes and to all your children in our country and in the world. May we always serve you in loving charity. And with the intercession of our Blessed Lady, may we always work to share your words of love, to know your hands of healing and to walk with those in need. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.
6: in a world that is hungry for the Gospel, a world filled with meaningless noise, where we are bombarded with constant marketing, and where human brokenness is exploited for entertainment in so much of the media we consume. We at Radio Maria seek to be a channel for the still small voice of God in the midst of all this noise bringing you a broadcast that is free from crude advertising and sensationalism and is entirely focused on bringing the life-changing beauty and love of the gospel into your homes, your cars, your workplaces, your commutes. But to do this we rely on your generous donations and most of all on your prayerful support. If you would like to make a donation, you can do so by going to the donation link on our website, radiomariaengland.uk, or call us on 03003 021 That's 03003 021
0: Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just shortly, we are going to have our journey through Scripture, uh, which is our readings from the Bible, and this just straight readings. So you can take it because it's nice to be able to just read straight through the through.